What a flashback that was, taking me back to Ballarat, <laughs> driving in my little yellow Datsun Bluebird. The real like, question is, can you get the title of the song? I know the title and I can sing it word for word if you want me to. Yes, I do. Blind, blind, blind melon, no rain. Yay! <laughs> yeah, go on. You, you, you finally did a good one. <laughs> So distinctive. I know, I know. It's it. It, love... it didn't sound too too dissimilar from the actual song, but um, I tried to sort of slow it down a bit. It's in a different key, but anyway, regardless, slow slowing it down is good for me. And the first twenty seconds, I got, oh my god, I don't know this until you did that that C note, whatever. Yeah, that did, bit. Did, yeah. did you hear me Was breathing as I'm recording it? <laughs> you I can was hear trying me not to sing Counting well. to myself as well. It's oh, the problem, really? problem with recording through. Um, the acoustic through the mic and actually just doing it in pretty much one take. So, yeah. Anyway. Good work, mate. Great song. Great song. I'm glad you got it. So shout, out, shout out to a couple of my old mates who'd be listening probably. Oh, you know one of the guys, Angus, and uh, another mate of mine, Carl, who would have uh, been in the car with me Friday mornings driving to university. Gus and Great old Carlos, times. yeah, yeah. You know who he is. You know Gus. He's a fellow physiotherapist. No, I you guess. don't know him. You do. I'm sure you do. Yeah. No, anyway, I'm, I'm saying hi. <laughs> yeah. No, good fella. Shout out. Old Halbury student too. Is he? Um, no, I can't remember. I think he played footy at Halbury eventually, maybe. Anyway. On him. How, how you been? Good day. Good. good long good week. week. Long, long week. Going into a feels short like a week long with time a long weekend. We, feels like a long time since we've done this. Well, it feels like it's been three weeks maybe. Yeah. So much content. So well, the much other one content. took so long to edit, I'd, and then yeah, last weekend was just a, a bit of a blur. So I just I just couldn't get it in. But anyway, we're here. It's Friday night. Tenth, so can tenth I ask why it was a blur? Why it was a blur? Like too no, much just, going on, too much just fun. a lot going on, and um, Dr- yeah, just, just drunken behaviour. No, 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 no. Just just good no, fun with the fam. Very very high pitched. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, no, just a, a fun weekend, but uh, no, I yeah. just could. I like to have nothing else on completely when we sit down and have a chat, so I can just I can give you all of me. Oh my god! I, all of me. That's, yeah, that's yeah. I don't know what to say. I've got nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dry reaching over the back here. <laughs> that's okay. I, insert that oh, gif of Jim Carrey going. I, oh, yeah. Oh yeah! All I'm picturing is you talking about your ball soup, and that's all I can think. Of. It's not as hot <laughs> tonight. It it's single. warm, but it's um. Yeah, you know, I've got I've got pants on this time, so it's a it's a balmy sixteen degrees in yeah. lovely <laughs> Melbourne. It's actually nineteen degrees. I'm is sweating it? though. I'm sweating. Yeah, mate, it's hot here. It's hot in hot in the Gold Coast. Stormy. I would say hot and wet and stormy. Nice. Beautiful, beautiful conditions. Welcome beautiful to the conditions. adults only episode. <laughs> hot and stormy. Anyway, forget it. Can I give you an adult? I wasn't going to say this, but can I give you an adult thing that happened this week? In and not a bad. It's not a bad thing that happened. It's it's an uncomfortable thing that happened. To I'm, me I'm all week. ears. All right, you you're allowed to wipe it if you need to wipe it. <laughs> I actually, I'm going to whisper it to you, but I actually sustained a penis injury this week. Oh, do tell. Yeah. Atrophy. Well, kind of look. No, blood. There's blood. Um, not not happy about it. Not not proud of this moment. But um, 
Is that why you're grumpy all week? Oh, it's grumpy. Oh, it's been uncomfortable. It's actually been uncomfortable. Like, so what happened? My toilet seat isn't screwed on properly at the moment, and which is a recipe for disaster. Anyway, so doing number twos, went to finish, lent to the side. And as I've lent to the side, the seat has shifted. Yeah, and as it's shifted, it. I've gone to correct it. I've snagged the snag. Oh. And I'm talking, I'm talking blood. Yep. Yeah. Uncomfortable okay. pain. Fantastic. Yelped in pain. Yelped. But uh, oh, to be a fly on the wall when that happened. Oh, incredible. Like some things hurt, but that that hurt. Did you seek anyway. medical medical attention or did you just adjust it? No, I just gave it a little bit of TLC and lo and behold, a little bit of ice and <laughs> wrapped Wouldn't that it make in, more uh, blood? Yeah, different. But yeah, just wrapped it and um, just gave it some care and iced attention it. and iced it. I did ice. I had to ice. It was it was swollen. Did you pull? You could have just More. pulled the hood over. Can you cut that out? That <laughs> bit just a bit. Compressed. 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 Anyway, <laughs> please to say and reporting that uh, as long as it wasn't now, rhythmic compression, better. then that's good. It wasn't. So I'm I'm back. No You're CPR. Back. No CPR required. All good. Healthy, happy. Good. Good. But back. But back. Um, I live to tell the story for another day. That's good. I'm I'm that was my it's, segue. It's probably the most personal story you've told throughout the whole it is my segue. Yeah. Segue into on this day. Yeah. We, you've got ah. to go with beer straight after the guest because I'm not waiting yeah. through. Sometimes on this day it goes for a long time. So yeah, yeah, let's go beer. Let's swing the mic around. Beer of the week. Get the jingles. I got a special one this week. You've always a, got a special, a very one. special one. So. There's a beer cafe down the road, and I'm pretty sure I haven't done this, and correct me if I have, but because this is the third time they've brought this beer out, and it's a little bit different each time, but we've got a beer cafe down the road called Bogurks. A big shout out to Jared down there. It's a fantastic establishment. Hi, Jared. Ten fridges full of craft beers. It'd be your worst nightmare, to be honest, but uh, fantastic pizzas. But anyway, Bogurks have a beer out, and it's through Bojack, and I've talked about Bojacks a lot. So Bojack Brewing have brought out its Get On The Bogurks. It's a fantastic beer. It's a hazy IPA. This one's 6.8%. The last one was a little bit stronger. And basically, it's just a really nice um, hop bomb packed with Citra, Strata, Sabro, and Vic Secret. Yeah, sounds lovely. Now let's crack this one open. It's really full fruity Hazy IPA. I love it. It's one of my favorites, if not my favorite. Can you hear that pouring? No. What about that? Did you say did you say boring or pouring? Boring. Well, I was just I wanted okay. to I wanted you to hear it pouring just so it give gave you no. flat flashbacks of all, your, your Willie being caught was, in the toilet. All I heard was boring. Don't worry, not boring. <laughs> all right, let's have a sip. <laughs> Fantastic. It's got a you know, bit of the bitey, piney aftertaste. But I tell mm. you what, I wish Bojack would make this as a as a core stable beer. 
staple beer, I should say. Fantastic. Does it have El, El Dorado in it? No or El Dorado in this one. I told you what was no in it. No El Dorado. Yeah. No. Well, Massive hot bomb. Secret ingredient. Yeah, and a shout out to the it, Bojack it, team as well. Fantastic beers. Hello what, to what, is it Jared? Yeah. Say that again. Hello to Jared. Did you say Jared? Jared's at Bogurks. He's the yeah. um that's he's the owner of the cafe down the, the beer cafe down in Edithvale and Bojack's and Dandion. Team out there are fantastic. Sue on the team. You're on first name basis, mate. I'm drinking a uh, a Bilson's. You know what a Bilson's is? Bilson's is a Victorian a Bil- a Victorian uh, beverage from Beechworth. And Bilson's on the back of their on the back of their cans. Say, in 1865, Bilson's became famous for full flavored flavored exciting beverages of all descriptions. Over 150 years later, we continue to source the finest local ingredients to strive every day to delight your taste buds. And we still believe our best ever flavor creation is yet to come. So while we're working on it, enjoy this one. So this is a Bilson's and this is a a Beechworth original recipe, a rainbow sherbet, triple distilled vodka. Pure spring water. You were saying (laughs) beverage over and over and I was just waiting for you to say it. A rainbow sherbet vodka. And it is incredibly sweet and delicious too. Good on them. Shout out to Bilson's and Bill down at Bilson's. <laughs> Bill and Sons. Yeah. Bill and Sons at Bilson's. <laughs> delicious. And beside me here, I also have a 196 double grape. And I am going to tear the shreds off that thing. I can tell you right now. Beautiful. Good drink. Rainbow sherbet. Let's um, let's clip that and just remember it every time you make fun of one of my beers. You had a rainbow sherbet vodka. You have beer with Eldorado. And Do you, are you also wearing a tube top and some pink tight shirt, uh, skirts tonight? I have I have a tutu. And Close enough. I am very happy with myself. Rainbow sherbet, lovely drink. You know what? It wouldn't actually Love. surprise me if you were sitting on the couch wearing nothing but a tutu. I'm not. I'm not. I wish we could do visuals here, but imagine we, that. We should, we should do a YouTube one one time. I think no one wants to see us, though, I don't think. This is the reason why when oh. we record, I don't have you on the video because I think you'd, you'd distract me. Yeah, I think I think we'd distract each other. Yeah. There'd be too many. Particularly if you. <laughs> if There'd got, be a lot of um, visual off jokes and... that yeah, yeah, just wouldn't know. wouldn't carry over yeah. to our you got to sing it off and that listeners. sort of stuff. <laughs> Mate. Right. Hey, don't what undersell. are we at? Don't undersell 770-something. I think it went to 771 tonight. Amazing. We're on. People are I'll listening. tell you what, there's a special 1,000. When, when we get to 1,000, we have to do a live, visit, live version. I think so. I think it's on. I think it's on. We could even have it as a, as a call-in episode live, and, and we'll put out a number, and yep. um, we'll just have a phone not ring for two hours. Oh, I'm into it. All right. Wait, let's get on to this day. It's a good one. On it's this day. This day. On this day. On this day. Mate, on this day, 1876, this invention changed the world forever. The first telephone call was made on this day. Oh, really? Nearly 150 years ago. Yeah. Do you know who made it? 
you know what? I used to actually know this, and now I cannot think of it for the life of me. Yeah, I bet you if I said his last name, you would know it. Bell. It, what yeah, was it? Alexander Graham Bell. But I, I thought he was the one that invented the phone, but he wasn't the one that did the first call. Yeah, he but did he, the first first call. Yeah. What did he say? Do you know what his words who did, were? His who did he call? Words were. He called Mr. Watson, who was in the next room. He said, Mr. Watson, come here. I want to see you. Pretty cool. That's an amazing <laughs> invention. Change the world. Definitely yep. change the world. And now the phone is now responsible for that extra bony exostelsis on the back of people's heads. Okay. I'm From looking down Graham at their phone, thinking, they're getting bony growths on the back of their head. I know. They actually are. But I don't think Alexander was thinking that when he invented no, that. No, but, but who um, would have thought, you know? I'm going, to, I'm going to next one, 1957. I think this person changed the world somewhat as well. It's his birthday or today. 1957. 1957. Oh, can Osama, you give me a clue? Bin yeah, Laden. Osama. Bin Laden. What a great guess. He was born 1857. Oh, it is him. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. How many Osamas do you know? Do you know a few? Yep. You know a few? Yeah. I don't yep. know. I don't know many. So. No, Osama I know Bin one, Laden, and I got it. 1957. <laughs> Did he change the world, Osama? Did he? I, I don't know. Did he? I think there was. I think we, we became more aware of terrorism and things like that in that yeah, time, and, and no one forgets where they were on that particular time. Where were you and what were you doing? Um, I was engaged to be married. And I was at my in-laws' house watching television. Were you watching Talking Footy? I was. Yeah, I was watching Talking. I was watching Talking Footy. Yeah, and um, Uh, and do you remember? Called up so many people. I called uh, so many people. I knew. I called up. Yeah, we saw the second plane going. Yeah, it was horrific, wasn't it? Because I remember Mm. there used to be Talking Footy, and then after that was like a video hit cyber show. Yeah, it was on after that. Yeah, I remember Kylie Minogue um, spinning around was a big hit at that time, and that was on. And I just remember that really clearly. And um, yeah, it made, I think it changed the world. I remember that next day we all went to uni. Do you remember that? And we weren't allowed inside the inside the lecture theaters or anything like that for a long, long time. Really, we I don't remember that outside. part. But I remember, yeah, that, I remember, I remember at uni that was um yeah a bit of a it was a lower yeah. feeling. It was it was a horrific feeling. So I don't think anyone really knew because I think then the Pentagon happened and yeah, you know when I say then, you know, in that time and we just we just were unsure. Like I think planes were grounded all around the world, weren't they? Is that right? I think in in the US. I don't know. I don't know about Australia. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. But I, and that was around the time that ANSET collapsed and there was lots of stuff going on. You know, I know that won the Premiership. Has, it was a pretty dark time. Brisbane won the Premiership. It was a dark time. I don't know how you can link that, but that's 2001. No, I just remember it. Yeah. Interesting time. So I've, I've posed a question after this. Who has been the most hated humans ever? Discuss. Koshi. Besides Koshi. <laughs> Jimmy Barnes' son. No. Um, uh, Kane Corns. Yeah, I, I reckon I'm going to say Hitler, just a little <laughs> bit on a different scale. <laughs> Do you reckon Hitler's Hitler's the most hated person ever? Yeah, look, he's not. Um, he's not well liked, uh, except no. for you know Djokovic's dad. He likes him. Thought he had some good ideas, and 
Yeah, it's it's your, controversial. Your hero, but Djokovic. He's not my hero. I just admire who he is as a sports person, which I think is is a fair thing. But I, who else is Hitler? And I reckon Osama bin Laden was one of the most hated people ever as well. Maybe mm-hmm. Joseph Stalin. Yeah. Trump. Yeah. Trump potentially. Yeah. Loved, Sometimes. hated. Yep. All those things. Almost like the most hated people have almost almost been loved equally by opposite people. Interesting. Joseph Stalin. No, I didn't say that one. Are you googling? No. You just remember? Did you hear me say that? Anyway, no, no, I remember it from friends. Remember when Joey 19... auditioned for a piece and they gave him a name and he said, "I'm Joseph Stolen." No, I don't no. think Joey would even know who that is. By the, no, by he that. didn't. That's why he said it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, this be nineteen forty. Is it? Mm-hmm. Nineteen forty. All right, let's move on. Chuck Norris was born. Ah, oh. the man who makes onions cry. He was born. Do you know much about Chuck? I so just, you're, you're I, a couple of years younger than me. You would have seen him on the info infomercials selling the local Chuck Norris. I'm probably half abdominal. a decade younger than you. Yeah. Um, no, I love the the Chuck Norris memes, and you know, um, yeah, I can't cannot think any of the top of my head, and this would be the time that it would be good to actually say someone because they're really funny. I, the ones that I got top of my thing was the you know he makes onions cry. Yeah, you know, he's the only person who can drown a fish, <laughs> and the probably. <laughs> Probably my oh. favorite one is is probably this one. It's Superman owns a pair of Chuck Norris undies. I reckon yeah. that's a good one. Quick one. Andy Gibbs died this day. Do you know Andy Gibbs? Uh, yes, Sorry, Andy Man Gibbs. on the Moon. Hey, if you believe. No, that's not it. That's 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 Ari, yeah. Andy Kaufman. That's all right. Cutting yeah, that out. <laughs> Andy Gibbs was like <laughs> more than a woman. Remember that song? More than a woman. That there one. we go. And I just met. I just did my own fuff. Then you did you for did. some reason. I just and I had that in my head. A man on the moon and the Andy Kaufman. Yeah, but yeah. Remember and Jim Carrey that movie? I do remember the movie. That was good. What about what other BG songs? I think uh, Staying Alive. Staying Alive. One of the best songs ever. Gets me on the gets me on the dance floor. That one. You know what? Gets I'm gonna actually. I'll say something because I I. I haven't spoken really to many people about it, but it's that song sticks in my head for the very reason for CPR. And um, yeah, that's uh, what they say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did have to do CPR on 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 a lady a little while ago, and just in a parking lot outside a restaurant, and it was probably probably one of the worst days of my life. But anyway, that song was in my head the whole time, just going over and over and over and over for probably about half an hour. So yeah, it's. And that, that, that they say that, don't they? That's the beat that you you should do the compression. Yeah, to. and look, it 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 works, and I'm I'm really glad I did my CPR training, and I think everyone should just do it, just do it, and um, you know, you can make some some changes in people's life, even though that wasn't a wasn't a good day. But anyway, but you, I don't want to. You did what you could, mate. You did no, what you could, and yeah, and my you my wife was could. absolutely phenomenal that day. Just just took over on yep. the defib and. Guiding yeah. people, yeah. Anyway, no, very mate, proud of my you wife. Have, you, have, you have told me that what happened, and um, you know, as someone as well, not that I'm trying to tell your story, who's had to do it as well. That um, yeah, that's I understand. Story, yeah, it's it's horrible, and um, mate, proud of you for giving it your best, and I'm sure the family were as well. Yeah, so, and um, uh, yeah, your story, I know that quite well, and yeah, yeah. proud yeah. of you, mate. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Anyway. Back to I don't know where I gave this one. Um, no, I know. 
<laughs> we went a bit off track there, but uh, yeah. Yeah, every time yeah, I use staying um, alive, it just, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's go here. Uh, 1958, Sharon Stone was born. Do you know what? Oh, actually, I'm not going to go there. That conversation is not, <laughs> it's not PG. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you halfway through you saying that's gone. I was talking to some creepy old like, oh, no, I better not say No, that. no, no. That's for that's for our late night edition. No, no, we're just, we're, there's. And don't try and dig your way out of this shit. <laughs> don't talk about it. It's nothing to do with home life, so don't don't think any of that. It's, yeah. No, I didn't. I, I didn't. I just thought you were straight to the gutter. I don't know what it is. And I, frankly, no, it's got something to do with an ice pick. And yeah, anyway. It did not. No one is dead, oh, put it that way. But anyway, it, it led you... me to that movie. And, you know, at the time, obviously, I was very young and I thought nothing much of it. But yeah, she was a very attractive woman. I would call her a vixen almost. Yeah, I think so. Sliver, Total Recall. Sliver. Oh, that was, I read that book and, mate, she was, as was Arnie. That, that was probably peak. And, Peak Sharon Stone. I'm going 988. What about Cliffhanger? Was she in Cliffhanger? She was in. A, she was with Stallone a couple of times uh, in a couple of movies. I don't know if she was in Cliffhanger, but I went and saw Cliffhanger with my dad, and I yeah. remember it so clearly when he's yeah. holding that that lady over the the ravine or whatever it is, and then she goes down. I I couldn't stop thinking about that when I was a kid. I was a she bit of a warrior as a kid, and yeah, she that goes freaked where? me out. What did she? Did you get a grip on the movie? Cliffhanger. Yeah. Is, is that a pun? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, what's your favourite Sharon Stone scene ever? Oh, I think when she's she's no. Everyone's going to point to that whole crossing the legs thing in Basic Instinct. Oh yeah. But I, no, I, I think the fight scene with Arnold Schwarzenegger in Total Recall, that was pretty Total, cool. Total Recall. Well, that's what I had written down as well. Yep. There is also a scene where she's getting clean after being, getting a bit, um, oh, she had a shower after a long day. That's a good scene. There's a shower. Oh, I can't remember. Cut that out. Do you remember that bit? <laughs> I'm not cutting that out. That's staying <laughs> yeah, in. Cut that, yeah, cut that out. <laughs> anyway, so my... It led to me the question, I'm talking about Sharon Stone here, and it led to me to think, and I want you to elaborate on this, who are other famous Sharons that you know? Oh, Sharon. I. It's a good point. There's not a lot. No. I, I can think of Sharon Streslecki. and that's, that's about where I come to, uh, and I'm sure that, our listeners will go, oh, there's 10 different Sharons. Sharon. Write in. Write in and Mac tell and me Bass the Mac and Bass at Outlook.com. Sharon, Sharon. I can't think of any other Sharon. So firstly, well done, Sharon, for your acting career, but congratulations for making Sharon's popular as a name. Well, I wonder uh, there wasn't more Sharons born in 1988, 1989 and stuff like I, that. I, look, look, I, there probably wasn't because their dads probably didn't want their um, – Daughters <laughs> ending up having no pants on when they cross their legs and killing people with ice picks. But I'm just just putting it out there. Did, was she guilty of that? I don't know. I don't know no, it's a bit hazy. But there was a sequel, and um, supposedly that reveals a bit more. But I never watched it. So yeah, I didn't get to that far either. Mm. But uh, great movie, Michael Douglas, it, fantastic. It was actor. a good movie. Yep. Very, very, very actually high suspense. Good movie. Um, last one on this day, mate. It's been a long segment. 
Good segment. Today, March 10, is Men's Day, celebrated in Poland. I think that's a good day. <laughs> I like it. So it's Men's Day. Men's Day today. So What does a Men's Day um, mean? Well. Today we're celebrating men. Do you know what? And I, I had not thought of this until this moment. Two days ago, it was International Women's Day, and here I am not even mentioning that, and I've brought up Man's Day that happens in Poland. Yeah, so, but we've, we've got a special later on in the show, so we should mention yeah, that. Yeah, true, 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 true. Yeah, um, so, uh, yeah happy but International on, on that, why, why is there a Man's Day? I, I could talk for a long time about this. Was that a good sip of your weird vodka? This. Yeah, no, beautiful rainbow sherbet. But we haven't spoken about this. But there needs to be a man's day. I, I cannot every think day is of a man's too many, day. Too many, yeah, too yeah. There's not <laughs> too many men out there who are made to be admired anymore. Every oh, TV look, show, I every think TV we sh- show, the, the man is a bumbling idiot. They're all made to be bumbling idiots. No peg. Yeah, that's a classic example. <laughs> Pete Griffin, Donald. give me a Pete Griffin. Yeah. Yeah, give me that. No, that's Homer. <laughs> that's a fuff. <laughs> um, but who is, who is a man on television or in the media or in politics who is admired these days without being chastised or belittled? Give me one. Anthony Albanese? No, mate. <laughs> I knew you'd love that. Um, no, mate. No, mate. Um <laughs> No, it's a good question, but then you're going to look at the whole, like, the Black Lives Matter and, and people go, oh, but all lives matter or, you know. Yeah. But the, the men, 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 men are amazing. There's Men yeah. have lots of, lots of, lots of. Men have had a good run. Men have had a good run. Yeah, they have. But, but I think we've got to also celebrate the good ones as well. No, as, we still should. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And you shouldn't, you shouldn't. Yeah. You shouldn't fear wanting to be known as a man or anything like that, or you know, ad- admire as a man. But at the same time, you, men have had it pretty good. Male-dominated industries—it's still out there. Hundred percent agree with you. So I, I hope I'm not going to come across that way. That I don't think that's the case. But I just think the way that we are perceived in some parts of television shows and stuff like that—you know—there there is ways that we can be perceived better as well, <laughs> and to be shown to be non-chauvinistic and to be shown to be non-bumbling and to be shown to be smart, intelligent people as well because there are lots of those men out there. They're not all chauvinistic pigs and no. horrible people. There are some um, we get. There are some admirable human beings like Mac and Mass. Totally. Love it, mate. Totally. Love it. Anyway, so that is on this day, which has probably gone over to March 11th already, but anyway, by the time that's <laughs> over. <laughs> um... It's challenge time. It's time for Bass to give me a challenge. Right off the cuff of that um, Nick Cave song. No, sorry, Nick Cave. Nicky Curios. Nicky Curios. still wait, waiting for the lawsuit. Wait, I'm going to send it to him. I'm yeah, actually going to send it to him. Prove my point. Mate, uh, was it the last challenge? Oh, you gave me the challenge to give you a challenge. Yeah, so the challenge was you had to that's, pull out that's a segment very, that is entertaining. Very, you gave me a challenge to give you a challenge. 
you're a fucking idiot. Seriously, sorry. <laughs> I, I haven't even thought of that until now. No, neither hey. did I until you pointed it out. It's very narcissistic yeah. of me. Yeah. yeah, I'll take it. The Mac and Mac, Mac and Mac show. Welcome Actually, to you the know Mac what? That could Mac. be a really good spin-off. The Mac and Mac show. Yeah, just it'll the be Mac. me talking to myself. Yeah. Any other famous Macs out there? McDonald's. Mm, Ronald McDonald. Donald yeah. McDonald. Have you ever heard him talk? He's got a really high pitched voice, but a little bit like mine, actually. Um, the no, challenge, you, mate. This, this you have is a, a husky challenge. high voice. I have a husky. I think mine changes the more I have it. The more if I have two drinks, I start to change my voice a little bit. Well, when you have your double grape sherbet rainbow vodkas, it, you know, it starts <laughs> to make the, make the old vocal cords tense. That was the first time I said that's right before just then, too. So I'm getting better. I picked a nose. Yeah, if anyone goes back and listens to the first ones, I was oh, contemplating getting terrible. a T-shirt made, Mac and Bash shirt, yeah. and on the back it says, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but I pulled a nose hair out just when we had that little break there and it's, my eyes are watering. Not because <laughs> so you're So this challenge, mate, you, you, you asked me to give you a challenge. You gave me a challenge to give you a challenge, like I've just said. Well, it was more giving but, you a challenge to make a segment. So I'm, I'm making, this is, I'm giving you two Two quizzes almost. Two quizzes, I would call them. And the first one is right. guess. It's not a quiz. It's a who am I. And it's guess this famous Australian. And I'm going to give so, you some. So is that the segment? It's a who am I? Yes. Guess this famous Australian. There's, there's two parts. So the first one is guess this famous Australian, and there's a second one after this. Let's go. So I'm going to give you a series of clues, and I want you to to throw around a few names, and I'm not going to tell you directly if you get it yet or not, but I just want you to give some few ideas. Right. All right. Let's go. I was initially known for being a class clown. My best friend was a boy named Billy, whose father father was a GP. Any clue? Any hints? Any any way you're thinking right now? I'm trying to think of that Australian comedian who does that high school show where he's like Jonah and yeah, I, I see where you're heading, and and I will say Chris hot or Lilly? cold. Is that Chris probably the way to do it? Chris Lilly? It's, it's not Chris Lilly. Okay, right, so All next right, clue. Let's keep going. I have an. Above average IQ. And I hope people are playing around at home too because I want people to play this at home. I have an above average IQ. Mac. <laughs> no, <laughs> you were never a class clown. <laughs> and your best friend is not called Billy, it's called Bass. But anyway, <laughs> I have worked in the past as a, as a DJ. It's a big clue. It's a very big clue. Any any ideas? Nothing? I'll keep going. It's definitely Australian. Okay. I have been shot, but I survived. Getting anywhere? It's not Tupac. Um, No. It's an Australian. It's a famous Australian. Ned Kelly? No. No, it's not Ned Kelly. Did he go to school, Ned? Is he a class clown? I don't know. He could have been. Um, He could have been. It's a funny Irish guy. I have a low sperm count. 
Where'd you get that information? No clues. Is that mate, this is, that, is, this is that well known? This is yeah, absolutely well known. And Ralph known Harris. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I have That'd be good if you did. I have been married four times. Four and times. I have one one son. This is a fa- very famous Australian. Bert's only been married to Patty. He's been, and I don't know about his sperm count, but yes. Okay. Barry married. No, no. I have had a T5 vertebra fracture when I had to rescue someone from a flyaway bouncy castle. Do you know what? I, have, I reckon I have heard this story and I cannot think of it. Yeah. Uh... Okay. Two more clues. Two more clues. This might get easier. I yep. am now a lawyer. So I'm a lawyer, I was a DJ, and I was also at one time a professional wrestler. Oh, no. Any, any ideas? Mark. Really? Some uh, Mark. No. You're not. I was thinking of the guy oh, from the comedy. <laughs> Mark Mitchell. Mark Mitchell. No. John Wood. Mate, you, <laughs> I don't know. John I don't Wood. Know. <laughs> so let's do quicker. So, class clown, best friend's dad is a GP. I have an above average IQ. I've worked as a DJ. I've worked as a professional wrestler. I was shot and survived. I am now a lawyer. I have a low sperm count. I've been married four times and I have one son. <laughs> the low sperm My first count. wife died in a fiery car crash. I am known for my mulleted ponytail. Oh, man. Is this a home and away been... character? Oh my! Oh my! You're getting warm. You are getting warm. My first name Donald Fisher is Jared. My first name is Jared, but I'm better known for my nickname. Jared. Oh my oh, god! There'd be people yelling Mulleted, at this. Their their radio. M- I... Yeah, mulleted ponytail. My first name is Jared, but I'm better known for my nickname. Jared Micken. <laughs> I am. Oh my god! It starts with T. I'm failing this. Jared T. Better known for a nickname. Better nickname. Better known for the nickname. People don't use the word Jared. My last name starts with R. I've been married four times. My first wife died in a car crash, but she came back to life. Oh, oh, Tony. 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 Tony, Toad Fisher in real life. No, <laughs> no, was a character. Toad Fish, Rebecca. Toad Fish, Rebecca. Yeah. Um, Madeline West. Madeline yes. West. Do you know I walked past her in South Yarra once, and she looked me up and down. I thought, yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. You probably had food on your collar or something. There's a good chance but, I yeah. did. Toad Fish, Rebecca. Well done. Well, who else? Who else? You know, has been a DJ. Well, I was thinking real wrestler. people, not not fictional. Oh, yeah, but I should have put that in, shouldn't I? The longest running neighbors is he the longest running neighbors character? I think he's been there since the start, like not yeah. start, like no, no. I remember, yeah, ninety six. Doctor Carl. Yeah. yeah, he's had a baby. I love. I was getting all that Wikipedia. God, who knows that Tony's got a low sperm count? Seriously. Yeah, Dr. Carl was a GP. Like, he's the GP, the friend yeah, yeah, of the... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Billy, Billy Kennedy. I like it. We, sh- we should do this segment. It's good. Well done. Well yeah. done. 
I like how you've made this. All right. Well done. You got toady, mate. Well done. Took oh. you uh, half an episode. It, it, it but, took me uh, into like you it. basically saying, t- uh, uh. Yeah. So it starts with T. But I think that people are, people are listening might be able to get that earlier. So they'll be spewing at you. Yep. So maybe. Right in. You, right right in. Tell, me, tell me how disappointed you are in me. All right. So part two, part two of the challenge, mate, is, and this goes out to all your beautiful Melbourne friends. And your Melbourne friends can play along at home. I'll tell you what, mate. Melbourne hates you, but go on. Okay. So everyone loves (laughs) Melbourne. Who's down there? So this part two is name this Melbourne suburb. I like this. This is good. I'll put put some music. Clue number number one. I have an area of 5.1 kilometres squared with a population of 24,000. 427. Chelsea. I am located, no, I am located 21 kilometres from the Melbourne CBD. I was originally developed by an architect in 1889 as a leafy suburb, which at the time was going to be called Hopetown. Parkdale. No. Mordiak. The land? No. The land on which I now sit, was bought by the Mooney Valley Racing Club mm. in 1951 for £35,000. Construction of me began in the early 1990s. 1990s. It actually got designed at construction. Mooney Valley, that's so not, early 1990s. That's not by the racing 20 club. kilometres out. No, but though it was the land was bought by the Mooney Valley Racing Club. Oh, Valley okay. Racing I'm club. with you. I'm with you. But they're not actually the. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brayside. <laughs> The most common ancestries of resonance is Assyrian, 15.9%, Turkish, 13.4%, Australian, 10.7%, English, 8.6%, Iraqi, 6.3%, and Italian, 6.5%. Oakley. 20, 21Ks from the city? It's close. I am nah, in Melbourne's it's... north. Oh, okay. Melbourne's there we north. go. Well, I'm way off. Yep. Epping. Yep. Ooh, getting closer, getting yes. closer. I am on Summerton Road. Mill Park. Mm. Getting closer. Bandura. My football team competes in the EDFL. I don't know what the fuck the EDFL is. Essendon District Football League. Oh, okay. Um, Keylor. I tried to find a famous. Per- oh no, this isn't a clue. I just this is a joke. I tried to find a famous <laughs> person who comes from here, and I found zero. It's Kilo. I my initials Kilo Park. are. My initials are R P. Is it the last one? Park? Can you put can you put can you put crickets in here? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The last word is park. RP, 21 Ks from Melbourne on Summerton Road. Hey. This is like all you Melbourne lovers. Yeah, but no one no come one, on. No one in the northern suburbs listen to the, to this um podcast. Oh, oh that's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Not no one from those of those residents. No. Give up. No, no, no. This Royal was a good Park. One. I thought you were gonna get it. Um, Royal Royal Park's Carlton. Resendon Park. Um, Resendon. Oh, I, I, I'm going to kick myself when you tell me. What is it? Roxborough Park. Roxborough Park. It sounds made up. 
No, no, it's 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 been there since the nineteen nineties. Come on, down to Roxborough Park. So anyway, that might not that that one might not work. It was probably a little bit hard. I should have given you an easy one. No, it's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, that's yep. all I've got for the challenge. <laughs> I tried. I tried. Good. No, it's good. I like yeah. this segment. It's gonna be a new segment. It, it is yeah. what should we call it? Yeah. Crack a Mac. Crack a Mac. Because I've cracked it. Reckon? But I haven't yeah, cracked it. Just no. Crack a Mac yeah. needs to be something that really gets me fired up. Yeah. Oh, do you know? I actually wrote that down. I forgot to do that. Cracker Mac is me going through your old Twitter Twitter stuff and, and talking about what you, that's Cracker Mac. I was going to go yeah, through. Yeah, well, old that's stuff. why my yeah. my Twitter is not not my name. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we can like cut that a bit out. of a cut rise. The last one out if you want to. No, cut I like it. I'm definitely cutting out that poem. Yeah. But anyway, so well, well, I liked it. New segment. I yeah. like it. You but, have passed sure. the challenge. That is fantastic. Mate, and I have a, an amazing challenge for us for next time. So you're challenging me now. <sighs> We've I'm got a new segment. You. You, we're going to install it. Yeah. I'll have to write some music this weekend for it. Do it every every couple of goes. Yeah. But in terms of the I old like challenge, the old challenge is is coming back for next next episode. Yep. What are you challenging next me to? episode. I'm challenging you, but I'm also going to do it myself. So it's a bit of a double banger. Yes. The new challenge is you are an Essendon Football Club supporter. I am a Gold Coast Sun supporter. You are going to rewrite and perform the Essendon Football Club song as a new tune, and I will do the same for the Gold Coast Suns. <laughs> we'll create our own football songs for our teams. As a- I like it. I like it, and I know yeah. what I'm going to do. It's going to be a song oh, dear? of disappointment. So do I. <laughs> no, it's going to be like a rah-rah <laughs> song. It's going to be like one that you, you sing after a victory. Yeah. No, I like it. Let, yeah. Let's do it. That's a, that is yeah. really good. That is really good. That is a good challenge. I like it. I like it a lot because it's 100 years of tradition in your case, 10 years in my case. But let's, let's go for But it. in Port Adelaide's case, it's 2,000 years of tradition. <laughs> what is the worst worst AFL song, quickly? Um, no way to go. Yeah, probably for you. Probably for you. Yeah, thanks. So. And port, we've got the. Uh, yeah, and no, actually, port's the worst. Then for you, mm-hmm. port's just terrible yeah. all over. Yeah. Sorry to That's our Port Adelaide fans. We we may have a new listener, so let's yep. not go there. Apologies. Mate, so that was challenge. I like that idea. Next week it's going to be good. Well done. Next fortnight, we should say. Hopefully, it's in a fortnight. Yeah, it will be. All right. That brings us to. I think I think I'm funnier when I'm drunk. Maybe in drinking your sherbet crap. Um, I'm going to introduce <laughs> another beer while we're at it. It's Friday yeah. night. I went pretty light yeah. on before this because I, you know, I didn't want to have to cut out the whole half of the segment because um, we, <laughs> we just rambled on about nothing. Um, <laughs> so second beer for the night is a Banks Brewing beer, of course. And I've got to say, it's one of their signature ones. They make a yeah. whole bunch of ones called um, Feels. And basically, it's whatever's in it, they call it Feels. So this one's got the Citra and Citra Cryo hops. So they call it Citra Feels. They've released quite a few over the last few years. This is a double dry hopped oat cream double IPA. It's fantastic. It's 8.5%, 500 mil. 
So this podcast might get a little you, bit stumbly. You will be rowdy. I will be rowdy. Yeah. And this is a fantastic beer. So shout out to the Banks Brewing for the Citra Fields. This is probably, out of all the fields, this is probably my favorite one. Hmm. Well, that sounds actually sounds very, very alcoholic. It's 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 quite strong, but you know we've yeah. um I've managed to squeeze in a Banks and a Bojack, and a Bogurk. So I like and my bees. We've had a Bilsons and a Suntory, Bilsons and a Suntory. You don't count. Still waiting on that sponsorship call. Still waiting on that sponsorship call. <laughs> Speaking of sponsorships, <laughs> there's a certain um. I guess uh what do you what do you call it? Not um memorabilia. Merchandise. Is that coming out? Mate, there is. Uh do we introduce some, that now? Yeah, absolutely. Ordered some stubby holders. And so the way we're gonna bring them out, the Mac and Bass, official Mac, Mac and Bass uh merchandise. So when it comes out, I think that people have to write in to be able to receive one. With a question for yep. us. I'm totally down for that. So if you write in yep. for mailbag, fuffs, whatever, if you write an email that has no subject and no body, yep. you get a stubby holder. Absolutely. So I think that's only fair. Yep. Because, uh, yep, and uh, get them while they're hot because they're going to run out very, very, they very quickly. They will go very quickly. Very see. quickly. Yeah. So we put a picture of Mac and Bass on there, and uh, mate, that's that's hot stuff. Hot it is, stuff. It is. There's not Running much. Out the door. There's not many things hotter than um, that. Ed Sheeran tickets and Harry Styles. Hot topic. Starting now. Hot topic. This is mate. a good topic. I, I've I've looked forward to this, and I have to. Go to my notes because it's it's a it's a debate. It's a debate, and I can't remember how we started talking about this because we started talking about this about two weeks ago. But we came to the conclusion for topic, and I want to ask the question: Is science good or bad for the world? And and the reason I ask that because a lot of the science that we are, are learning and creating Spouting. is actually creating heartbreak and heartache and uh, heartbreak and heartache and and destruction in the world. So to me, are we better off living a life of peace and happiness without the the scientific breakthroughs, or are we better off, um, you know, evolving into this science type field so that things move forward in a in a progressive way? So I want to ask you the question: Is science Obje- good or bad for the world? Objection, Your Honour. Um... The how, long did you, Bass, how long did you hold on to that? <laughs> Bass is badgering <laughs> the audience by that intro was very anti-science. It's caused heartache and heartbreak. Yeah, I I actually think personally right now that the balance is wrong. The balance is wrong. Is it and, in and your favour or that, is it is it in favour of do science? To, do you want me to argue in favour of being against science? Because I will. That, that was the, the whole point, wasn't science. it? Yeah, I'm going to say that I, I will. You give me the reasons why it's good, and then I will debunk your theories. How's that? What is science? It is the systematic study 
of the structure and behavior of the physical and natural world through observation, experimentation, and the testing of theories against the evidence obtained. Is it good for society? Oh, is it good for society? No, no, it's not. No. All right, back to me now. So, (laughs) (laughs) 1500 to 1800, life expectancy was 30 to 40. Yeah, approximately. That's what that was the first Google hit, and I'll I'll stick with it. And post-industrial times, we are at about 75 life expectancy. Why? Science. Okay, so do you want me to rebut that? Life expectancy 30, 30 to 40 in the in that time. Right. So do you think that people's lives, granted 30 to 40 is a pretty good time to be alive. That's a nice time. But do you think that people after 70 want to be kept alive when they're suffering from illnesses? I knew you'd go there, but I'm just going to point out you're dead. Okay. But but why would you (laughs) want to be alive if you are struggling to keep alive and be stuck on on a life support machine or doing something like that or being fed? You know, through whatever, at, when your quality of life is so ordinary, at 45, mate, quality rather than quantity. Quality rather than quality. <laughs> do, do I have to believe everything I say? But no, you don't. This, is, this, quali- is, this is just Quality fun. rather than quantity because you get to a certain time and you know what? We wait until these days till we're 32, 33 because we're going to, you know, 35, 36, you know, to have children. If we knew that our life is 45, we're not going to have kids at that age. We're going to have kids younger. So you get to experience more of life at a younger age. So rather than waiting and doing all this sort of stuff and then being an old parent who your kids are then have to look after and the cycle goes on, to me, mate, I'm, I'm happy. If I had 45 good years, I would take it. If I had 45 good years and 20 shit years, I don't know if I'd take the shit years. That's just me personally. You, you've hit 45. You move on to yeah. 46 and you go, what am I doing with my life? I'm going to write a kick-ass podcast. Yeah. Do you know what I Without science, say? you could not be doing this podcast right now. No, I think I think Alexander Graham Bell. But, like, at the same time, why am I dead? Because if I can control what I can control. Yeah. If I can go through my daily swim and my daily meditation, where's the science involved in that? Your daily scrotum chair. That wasn't scrotum. It was my my. It was uh, foreskin. It was the it was the stem. That's <laughs> okay. It was my stem. Franken beans. I had a stem injury. My my thing with science: the environmental impacts that it's had over the time. We are now in a state where the the climate is contributing to our destruction and deterioration of the world and our earth. That's from science. Weapons. Yeah, I can't. Of- I can't argue with that. Weapons in World War II, catastrophic. The atomic bomb, the devastation that that created was all from science. Horrific. Pandemics. Science caused a lot of this. Apparently, and I'm just being controversial right now, but from what I read in the last week or two, that it has been confirmed that the COVID virus came was leaked from a, from a, a lab in China. That's science-based. It caused devastation around the world. So are we creating these problems with science and then trying to fix them with science, and it creates a, a massive fuck-up along the way. Our sedentary so lifestyles are science-based because science has increased our, our ability to sit and watch TV and this and that and sit around doing nothing. It's science. Your Honour, 
I'm getting this confused. There's no, with there's no honor around here. There's no <laughs> honor around here. So you're arguing. So you, you've one on one hand said we shouldn't, uh, and a life expectancy of thirty to forty is fine. You know, you're having a good life and everything. But then on the other hand, you're arguing that science has caused a virus that is killing people after that age, even though we have a higher life expectancy. If if you were born, isn't that a little and, bit of a conundrum? Do you know, if you were born, and you were, you know, when you went to school when you were five, and you were said the av- the average human lives till forty, you're going to pack as much into that forty years as you can. So when you get to forty one, everything into my forty. When you years. get to, but when you get to forty, forty one. When I get to forty, that's what your expectation is. <laughs> That's your expectation, though, is to die when you're 41. So you do. that. There's no difference to what you expect. That's your expectation. That's what happens. So to well, be alive for a lot longer. And I thought, how am I going to make a, an impression on this world? I do a podcast with my mate Bass. Yeah, and, and people are going to learn about why science is overrated. So... <laughs> <laughs> so but do, right. do, you right. under, do you understand what I'm saying? I do understand Science what you're saying. Science has caused a whole lot of devastation in this world. Has it fixed a lot of issues? Yes, it has. But has science also caused those issues? Yes, it has. So I'm going to ask you a few questions, Bess. Right. So, okay. What did you do today? Did you drive your car? Did you use your phone? Did you record a kick-ass podcast with your bud? I think you did. How did you do all that? With science. Yeah, and you know what? I agree with you. There are, and I will clarify this. It's how you apply the science, which is the which is the 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 determining factor for me. So if you apply so, it in a way which is better, do you think being able to travel around and, and in cars like we do is better for the environment? No. No, and that, that actually showed during during the COVID lockdowns, there was environmental change. There was environmental. Maybe change. it was meant so, to happen. Who knows? So, but so science has created that, and and I get it. I, I love being in my car. Do I love being on the telephone? Yeah. Do I love watching? Yeah, TV? you do. Yeah. Every I every trip we've had together, stuff. there's been a ding, and you're off in the corner. Even when your phone's flat, it's plugged into the wall, and you're it's stuck to the wall, wall, going ding. Okay. Ding. So I'm watching TV, checking do you think your text TV? messages. <laughs> it's very very true. Very very good point. <laughs> but do you do you watch think watching TV has made us a smarter society or a dumber society? We've I ta- would, we have a- I, I'm going to go out on a massive limb here, but I'm going to say dumber. Dumber. That's what I'm saying. It's how you apply it. So the way that we've used our science has not been good. So 20 years ago when we went through school, it was all about the healthy diet pyramid. Now you tell me what was on top of that healthy diet. What do you need to eat most of? Do you remember? Eat, eat the most bread. Eat the most pastas. Yeah, eat yeah. The most yep. Rice. Yep. Right. So that was science in 1989, 1991. So we develop and we learn and we do all this sort of stuff. So I have no idea where we're going with this. But right now, it's probably on the bottom of the list of what we do. So what we think now is is really legit and what the, we think science is good for, we change that. You know, 10 years ago it was you must eat breakfast to kickstart your metabolism. Now it's don't eat breakfast and you must fast until 1 p.m. because otherwise you'll, you, you know, otherwise so you can burn off your blah, 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 blah. Like it's things change. Well, you, you, say, 
continually. Yeah. You know what? Moderation. So if I didn't know all that sort of stuff, I'd go, you know what? If I feel like eating shit, I'll eat a little bit of it. I won't eat too much of it. But you actually use something that a lot of society does not have, and that's critical thinking. Brains. When you go to an island and sit on an island and you just sit under the sun or under a palm tree and you don't have your phone on and you don't have this and you don't have access to this and this and that, that's when life is at its best, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. And mind you, you know what? The best, you, you have to the get best... an airplane to get there. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> and, um, yeah, if you're there and you get an infection, you need some penicillin. So, um, probably. Uh, look, I agree. The best you times I spend in my backyard is with my kids or playing with my guitar at the back and just listening to music. And granted, it's Bluetooth through a speaker, but music is music. If I had my guitar, then so be it. We're, we're out there singing and playing. That's yeah. where science is is used for good, but it, it all depends on who's who's controlling it, who's got the whole of it, who's pushing it out there. And you know, science is good with medical advances and what we're learning, but it's also Are not good advances? with with. Are they? We'll get to that in Are a second, but it's also not good with you know cyber criminals, identity theft, hacking, all this sort of stuff. That's where it's a little bit scary. Do you Back feel like there's scientific a scientific advances? Do you feel like there's a shift? Away in. from all this stuff, I feel like there's a shift. Like, do you know what? Genetically, ah, oh, sorry, genetically, 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 explain your Jamon genetically, genetically modified foods. All these things, I'm not convinced, mate. Yeah, look, that's that's the I'm hard not I convinced. agree with either. I'm not convinced. No, I, I don't and like you, it either. And 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 you know what? It's not even being used for good. Like in that sense, is it fixing the hunger problem in? You know, the disadvantaged no. countries, it's not. No, because like, that so doesn't why, make money for people. I don't want to go into Coles supermarket and there's 100 apples on there that look perfect. I don't want to see that. They don't no. taste good. It tastes shit. There's no flavor. There's none of this. There's none of that. And just, you know what I mean? Get back to the old days where, you know, I live in a street. I'll grow the apples. Someone else grow the lettuce. Someone else grow the tomatoes. And you just put it on the front thing on a Friday. On your thing, sit back, cook a food together, and you know you have a bit of this, I have a bit of that. Get back to that. Yeah, but inherently, so... there's so many people who don't do that because they're just interested in advancing themselves. So that that sort of lifestyle is a dream, because I mean, you look at TikTok, you look at all these sort of things. People are in it for themselves. It's Absolutely. sad, Absolutely. but it's true. Yeah. So we can agree on that. Science in the right hands is great. But unfortunately, science in, in the wrong hands, which is, you know, the majority of people who can't see long-term or can't see how it can benefit the people around them. Yeah, it's a little bit scary. Yeah. So if someone has it, yeah, oh, shit, I'm going to get heaps, heaps of hate mail. I'm not even going there. Not even going there. You're going to talk about the hospital, aren't you? No, I'm not going to talk. I'll ask you one question in a different way, and this is not necessarily about science. This is no, just fire it away. Quality of life, okay. Purely with I am thinking about it right now, so you can block it if it if it doesn't work. You're fifty nine years old. You unfortunately get cancer, any cancer, pancreatic cancer, for example. Which I I don't know the well, ins and outs. Pancreatic is probably not not the best yeah. one to yeah. use. So it's not, because it's, not it's, it's pretty much yeah, a one way street. Yeah. So let's go one that's got a two way street. So either fifty fifty. Chance say renal you, cancer, say renal cancer, and they said if you don't take treatment, you've got a year to live. 
if you do take treatment, you've got 18 months to live. What what mm-hmm. do you do? So your quality of life, taking that that medication, that that therapy is going to take you down to a really low part of your life? Or do you go, you know what, I'm just going to live that 12 months. To, to get an extra six months. To get an extra six months. It's a hypothetical and that's, question. And, and that's where and, you need a good medical team to say, we're going to do this, it will do this, but you'll be able to do this. If we oh, don't have all that information, we, we don't have we don't have an educated choice. Like if it's yeah. going to be a horrible 18 month, then no, you do the 12 months to to yeah. live what you can. Yep. But what what would you do? It would it would all come down to what it what it means. If I'm going to spend 18 months being sick and vomiting and not well, yeah, as opposed to 12 months of look, yeah, you might have 11, writing 11 it out, being unwell, yeah. but you know, just yeah. being able to do what I could do, I'd probably go the the 12 months. But it all comes down to the explanation and what the medical team can can say to the patient and what they can explain in regards to the treatment process. Yeah, so I'll ask you this question, mate, without notice. Like, are we meant to live that long? Like, seriously, because right now our world and our earth is so overpopulated. Like, I don't know that we are meant to be kept alive by science. And you know what? That's I think that's a, a very good question because we are starting to hit that age of, you know, dementia and, you know, brain disorders, which start to bring us back and, you know, bodies breaking down. So bodies breaking down, mind's good, mind's good. Uh, sorry, mind's bad, body's good. Yeah. Basically, you know, one or the other breaking down, you know, from, you know, 80s, 90s onwards. Um, We're definitely keeping ourselves alive a long, longer, but is that a bad thing? Because I'm a, look, I see patients in their 90s who live alone and just live in a great life. And then, you know, I uh, see people in their in... 40s, 40s and 50s who look about 80 who are living a terrible life and not looking after themselves. So are, but those are they living people... a great life though? Yeah. Well, I mean, just the other day we had a 95-year-old come into the hospital who's been doing great at home and was discharged back home. And they're they're enjoying their life. But then we've had people in their 40s and 50s who look about 80 who are not doing well with their life so is it bad that we're helping these people get to older have you used chat gpt no you can do you know what chat gpt is no i don't but i'm I'm guessing it's some sort of hallucinogenic drug so it's an it's a ai type thing on your on your phone your computer so i can write (laughs) i can put a thing in here no but i can put a thing in I can write a thing. My kids can use it for their assignments for school. So you can write, write me a. Wow, well, I was thinking you're talking about acid or something like that. So if you, if you, you, I want you to do this. This is your challenge for the week as well. So you do the Essendon theme song. I want you to write into this chat GPT, and I'll talk to you off air about how to do it. I'll write on you to write, write me the Essendon, a new Essendon theme song, and it will write you a song in a in a theme of a football song. All right, I'll look at it. it. I'll look at it. It'll be instantaneous. You can write write me a a ballad of Nick Kyrgios. It'll send you a ballad of Nick Kyrgios instantaneously. I did you mine say, all myself. Just tell me. I know, me but this is what I'm talking about, and this is going to diminish the challenge somewhat. But well, you, you know, can I, actually I, do that. I see where you're going with you this, and write, science is ruining creativity. 
So my kids now can can if they get a question saying, "Can you write an essay and tell me about the Krebs cycle?" Yeah, yeah. You know, that and they don't have to write. They don't have to learn about it. They type that into this thing, and instantaneously it writes it. It doesn't detect any plagiarism. It doesn't any of that sort of stuff. It writes it. If yep. you don't like what it's written, you press refresh, and it writes Shit, it differently. Yeah, it's the way the world's going. So I, I put it in the other day. My, as everyone knows, I'm a chiropractor, so I need a, a new chiropractor to come start in my office. I said, write me a chiropractic ad to put as a as a. <laughs> oh, I need a new associate chiropractor. It wrote, it wrote Mac a three page. Mac and Bess. It wrote, but it wrote a three page job uh, description. Yeah. Without me putting anything other than say, yeah. I need a new chiropractor to work in my clinic. It's sad, isn't it? But please, please do a job application. See that job, science uh, trying to outdo people trying to beat science. I don't know. Maybe exactly. that's not the right. Yeah, it's. But that it's, that's it's dishonesty, isn't it? That's created this that. Will, this will take over the world. Yeah. Because as soon as that starts to work out, but when they become so intelligent that it starts to get feelings and understand how these things work, these these mechanisms, these yeah, this technology will take over the world. I um, this did a postgrad. Put this in uh, the time vault. Put this in the time vault. Yeah. All right. Snapshot. Uh, I did a yeah. postgrad certificate and um, I remember doing an essay and, and submitting it and I had to go through a process of seeing whether it's plagiarized. I was like, wow, that's um, that's next level. Yeah. I mean, I remember back at uni, you just copy everything I did and you got through the course. So it was um, I would change some different words. time. I would, re- I would rewrite some you, things. You'd change the name on the top. Yeah, change a name and the paragraph order and all sorts of stuff. Do you reckon I could see? Well, I could I find a in. lawyer and I I could claim some of your financial. Do you know what? I actually, the... I actually learned it all myself, <laughs> but I actually just <laughs> copied your notes. I copied your lecture notes because I looked in my lecture note book and it was all full of Doctor uh, Mister Squiggle pictures and all sorts <laughs> of stuff. That was my. That was my go. The, remember was, the anatomy teacher? I. And she'd she'd write on the. This is back when you know, we had what those plastic Siva? sheets Siva? over. Siva? Siva. Yeah, the plastic sheets yeah. over the the projection thing up yeah. on the screen, and she'd write, but she'd she'd lose track, and she'd start writing down the side. And how yeah. did we learn anything? I do not know. What a time to be alive! I science. Do not know science. She was using those. What are they? Those things called those clear. Yeah, that, oh, the overhead projectors. Overhead projectors, yeah. Yeah, and she'd use those clear plastic sheets and write on them with like a like a whiteboard marker. <laughs> Is that right? Am I yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And she'd, think, she'd start she'd start writing down on the side, like on a different angle. I was like, no, no. Anyway, so our debate who, about who, science who, has has gone haywire. It's concluded. Who who wins? Maybe we'll leave it up to the listeners. We can leave it up to listeners, but I think at the end of the day, science is beneficial if it's left to the right people. But society's my my concluding thing is it depends how the science is applied. And right now, in the hands of the wrong people, it's being applied in the wrong direction. Yep. Boom tish. Boom tish. Would you rather? Would you rather? Would you rather? I tried to pick a bit of a theme with this one, 
and I've gone with a bit yeah. of a scary theme. It's got nothing scary to do. Thing. Yeah, I've I've gone for October. Well, I've gone for Halloween in March. How's that? Let's call it Smarch. Smarch weather. Smarch. Smarch. Yep. That's Why a Simpsons March? joke. Oh, okay. Yep. You wouldn't get it. It's too highbrow. No. Um, all right. No. Would you rather? Would you rather pull out your own thumb? Hey, I'm going to start this here. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather pull your own thumbnail off with a fork or put a toothpick under your big toe and kick a wall? Oh, that gives me shivers just thinking of both of those. I'll do the I'll do the thumbnail. I don't know how you pull it off with a thork, a thork, a fork. A fork. I would do the thork. thumb. Yeah. So you're going to get a I'll fork under your thumbnail and yep. pull it up. That's not going to be a quick yep. action. Putting a no, toothpick like, under like... your big toe would be quick. No, I like the idea of just just that soft burn, oh, hard burn, slow pain. There's no winners in this one. That would hurt like hell. Are you okay? <laughs> now, Next one. I tried to do a different would you rather rather than, you know, would you like a fork or a knife? Uh, I tried <laughs> to think of something <laughs> a bit different. Um, but funny, in saying this, I, I was um, with my youngest years ago. He was a baby and I was holding him in, in Big W and I was walking up one of the aisles and one of them... They all had covers, but one of them didn't. And I was walking, I was in thongs, and I kicked it. And it hurt like, it hurt like the bugger. And I was holding him. And obviously, you know, your, your paternal instincts are just to look after the kid. And I looked down at my toe, yeah. and my whole toenail had shattered, and there was just blood or everywhere. And I was like, fiddly dee, that will require a tetanus shot. But regardless, that, Hurt Is like that hell. the first thing that came to your mind? No, that was a Simpsons joke as well. So. Uh, the tetanus shot. Okay. Yeah. Billy D. Um, but no, I looked down and it was just the, the nail had shattered and there was blood everywhere. And um, I don't know, that just got me thinking of that first one. So there you go. Can I tell you, can I tell you a toenail story? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so who went? I was one of my boys was about 18 months old. And he was like, you know, no, it might have been younger than 18 months old. But anyway, long story short, he's, you know, the big drawers that have all your heavy pots and pans in them. So he yeah, was yeah. like back, forth, back, forth, back, forth, back, forth. I was, I was at it. I was at Movie World of all places. Anyway, my then wife rang me. One of my boys had pulled that drawer off its runners and the, the, um, the draw had came off its its runners uh, and had yeah. actually severed his big toe. When I say oh, severed, really? like hanging by hanging by a thread. Did they put it back and on? Luckily, she's yeah. Luckily, she's a nurse, and yeah, he will. Um, yeah, 18, I think it was eighteen months old. But anyway, recovered fully. You know, Jeez. amazing, amazing job by science actually to get that back on. But um, science, yeah. Oh, Keeping sorry. toes anyway, afoot. That's, that's my toe story. <laughs> toes afoot. Anyway, and now he'll probably play, you know, he's a good AFL player, potentially play AFL in a couple of years. So nice. well done to science for, the bombers. for fixing that. No, no, not happening. Anyway, <laughs> next would you All right, rather. Next, anyway, next would you rather. Place. Would you rather spend the night in a coffin or a night up 
a massive telephone antennae. So I'm talking 50 meters up on top of this small antennae. Can you say that last word again? Antennae. Antennae. Is antennae, is that plural or is that, is it antenna? Antenna. Antenna. Yeah, anyway, um, I would rather spend the night in a coffin. Often. Really? Yeah. Oh, because no I don't like dead. those enclosed spaces. They freak me out. Do they? Yep, I'd rather be up the antenna. Have you lived in Melbourne? It's an enclosed space. <laughs> Melbourne's very enclosed. A beautiful enclosed um, space. Hmm. So really, you could, you, could, you could spend the night in a coffin. Yeah. With, yep. I don't know, with basic, have you seen that movie with, um, shit, I'm going to forget his name. I'm going to say no. <laughs> I'm going uh, to say no. Yeah, no, yeah, surprise, surprise. Um, Deadpool, what's his name? Deadpool. I'm going to have to Google it and then cut all this shit. That guy. Who's Deadpool? I know. Uh, Deadpool. Um, you know who Deadpool is? Yeah, Jackman's friend. You Jackman's mate. Uh, is- all right, hang on. So you you'd rather spend the, <laughs> the night in a coffin? You know, like that movie by Ryan Reynolds. Well, with Ryan Reynolds. Ryan in it. Reynolds, Van City Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Where he he's buried alive. Doesn't that freak yes. you out? No, mate, I'll just the power of the mind. Power of the mind. No. Power of the mind. My biggest fear would be stuck in a tube and not being able to move. I'd rather yeah. be put me so up the you- antenna. There's a movie on Netflix that it's not it's not in Australia on Netflix, but I think you can still rent it. It's called Fall. And these these two yeah. girls are up at an antenna. Antenna. Um, <laughs> Look, I'm not a, gonna. I'm so a, self-conscious about a, that now. Antenna. There, um, there's a snail. There's a snail who's got these two antennae. <laughs> um, they're up like 50 <laughs> meters you, up in the did, air or something, and it's the whole movie's that. Did you hear about the snail who lost his shell? No, I didn't. He wasn't, ha- he wasn't happy, mate. <laughs> he wasn't good. He became sluggish. Yeah, boo, boo, boo. Anyway. <laughs> All right, next. <laughs> next, um, next. Would you rather be chased? This is a bit of a multi, multi-faceted one. Would you rather be chased by Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, or Ghostface? Oh, Michael Myers. He was he was terrific in like um, Austin Powers. No, it's, it's not. It's not that Mike Myers. I got a photo oh, okay. of Mike Myers in real life, actually. Oh, this is a fourth time on this podcast. Seriously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, who's the last one? Ghostface, you know, from Scream. Oh, Ghostface. You'd yeah. rather be chased by Ghostface. Yeah. Who would you rather be chased by? Ghostface is agile, like quick. Yeah, who, I, who's I'd not? go with Jason Voorhees. I think I don't think he was agile. Where Freddy Cougar had yeah. he was supernatural and he just could appear anywhere. Michael Myers yeah. is probably a bit younger, a bit more agile. Ghostface, super agile. Young, teenager, whatever, could was just could fly out of nowhere. Jason Borges, big guy, slow, big machete, just, you know, I could outrun him. 
Am I going to ruin this by saying I don't know who two of those people are? Who's um, Michael Myers? Michael Myers is uh, Friday the 13th. What's he on? Friday the yeah, 13th. No, I don't, Jason Voorhees is... Um, he's got the hockey mask. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, okay. And I know Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. No, I'll go on Ghostface. Ghostface. Because he was good, funny. You, you overrate your agility, but that's good. All right. He's, he's You're funny. dead. I'm, I'm alive. And, All right. Question four. Would you rather be eaten alive by rats or by fish? I'm going to ask you again. Are you okay? Um, <laughs> I told you I've, I've gone morbid with these. These are very yeah. different than than the okay, other ones. I'm, I'd rather be eaten alive by fish. I don't. Yeah, fish. I'd go fish. Start. I reckon I'd drown quicker. Yeah. Where rats? Yeah. Oh, that'd be I'll that'd be fish. nasty, nasty. Yeah, I don't like I don't like rats. Do you remember the I old old torture rats. things where they put a rat in a box and then put it on their heads? Yeah. Have you seen that stuff? No. Oh, yuck. Mate, I saw that on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. So, yeah, <laughs> it's. <laughs> or, ma- or maths. Maths. We should do an episode about maths. I don't, um, I don't watch it. I don't know anything about it. Let's do a reality TV episode one time. Yeah, all right. Uh, would you rather be super itchy all over forever or be really sticky all over forever? I'm going to go sticky. Yeah, because I, I don't like itchy. No, yeah. I don't like itchy. Yeah, yeah. My dog's been scratching itchy himself so much lately, but it's not fleas or anything. So I got this spray, which works. I tried it on myself. Yeah, yeah. I did it on one did leg you? as a bit of an experiment, science, yeah. as we may call it. Yeah, my left leg so, was, wasn't itchy, but my right arm was. Yeah. Did you get sticky after it? Like, as in from the spray? <laughs> I heard the spray. Does it make it yeah, sticky? She just heard that segment. No but, no, but you know, like you spray yourself with like mortine, not mortine, what's a like Aerogard, and you get that film on you. I don't like that feeling. I bought some Aerogard tonight, some extra strength one, because we live next to the wetlands. Yeah. And it's, um, oh, he's yeah. the 14th time I've heard that too. Um, <laughs> any more would you rather's? That's it. I have one for you. Let's go. I have one for you. And I, I'm stealing this from another podcast. So, I can't remember where I got it from, but I'm I'm saying I got it from another podcast. Would you rather? Hi, hi, Joe. By the way, would you rather marry your first ever girlfriend or keep your first job for the rest of your life? Oh, I keep I keep the first job. There's no no freaking way I'd marry my first girlfriend. But for the same pay, like, what was your first job? McDonald's. So you'd rather be working at McDonald's for the rest of your life on seven dollars eighty four an hour. I think it was more eight dollars, but yeah, I would. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a good it's a good question. I think it's a good question. It's well, a very good that's question. That's a good answer. Yeah. But thanks to the podcast that I got that off. But yeah, I think it's a good question. Very, Ooh, very good question. Um it it is a good question, but no. You're <laughs> choosing no, the no, job. I, I'm I'm thinking back, not a chance. Yeah. There's a reason why you go through that selective period. Yeah, there is. But you know, working at Mac. Good answer. Cool. Do you know with Maccas, I got um I enjoyed that. I every every cent I earned at Maccas, I bought my first guitar. And it's sitting right behind me as we speak. Um mate, that was my would you rather. Time for mailbag. (laughs) I liked it. Yeah.
best best intro song out of all of them. <laughs> Do you want me? I got a mailbag, but I need you to ask me this question because it's a question for me. You've you've actually got a mailbag because I've got one yeah, as well. I've got a mailbag. Yeah. You start yours off because this one's actually quite a long-winded one, and I'm really excited to talk about this one. So this is a question that I got from a friend of mine or a, a, a friend of the show, and he asked. He wanted you to ask me this question. So this is a question more for me. Okay. So this is thank you, Rob, for this uh, for this question. Would you, Bass, rather take the COVID vaccine shot booster every three months or drink craft beer every day for the rest of your life? Oh, what a conundrum. What are you gonna do? But you know what? I would drink craft beer rather than take that yes. stuff. That's just I've got my you. I've opinion. Gotcha. That's just my because that's what I do. It's, it's a, but it's a worst pit. You would still take the other poison as well. So there is a flu vaccine that we have each winter, and you know what that that actually works. So I've flu's a big problem in winter, and I had it quite early one year. And I'm pretty sure it wore off. I got the flu at the very tail end. But usually we we have the flu vaccine at work and, you know, it it works wonders. But it's it's going to take but, a little but, but bit more work say, towards I would, having a COVID I, vaccine each winter. I would counteract that. And and I'm happy to listen to your thoughts on it. And I haven't got those data in front of me. But the efficacy, too many graves. Too many Quadruple graves. Quadruple grapes. Too many sherbet. But yeah. yeah. Triple but th- a lot of those okay. effectiveness of those of those particular things aren't that high. And they would they don't know that until the end of the year. But a lot of those aren't that high. So it doesn't always work. Because anecdotally, a lot of people that I see come into work. So I had that shot and I've been sick as since. Mm. I've never had look, that and I get sick look, and that, it's, it's an just, interesting an, point. Anecdotally. It's, you know, I'm not creating controversy. Anyway, the answer to the question, would I rather have that vaccine booster shot every three months or drink craft beer every day? I'd reluctantly drink the craft beer. Yes, that's we can drink to together. But no, I, I don't think it's going to come to that. I think COVID's very different than influenza. I think influenza so is what, sort of... So re- why did the government... Why I'm, the not government com- I'm not commenting on that. Shots. Let's just see how we go into the winter months. But yeah. regardless, look, I haven't had the latest booster, and um, I will if it so, starts to rear its ugly head. But the the flu jab, I generally have every winter. It doesn't say we haven't heard much about the European or the north northern northern hemispheres. Um, you know, COVID numbers. No, over exactly. The last, so know, over their winter. I, so I, I, I don't think we'll like wait and be... see. Yeah. I think we've been through the the bulk of it. There's not a lot of hospital presentations, so we'll see. I can't. Re- I cannot remember if I told this on this podcast. But my 107 year old auntie, my mum's auntie, contracted COVID. 107, and her sister, 105, both contracted COVID. She lives in the, in the Tibetan Alps. Both of them survived, which is amazing. It's it's amazing. Look, it it, it, it is interesting. Look, I saw people who were healthy get struck down and really affected by it. And then I saw people who, you know, were in a wheelchair, had two legs amputated because of bad um, diabetes management, overweight, respiratory problems, and they survived. So it's it's an interesting concept. Anyway, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about mailbag. 
Let's go. What's yours? So this has come from VM over in the eastern suburbs of Melbourne. She's sent an email in about parenting. I have two sons aged nine and seven, and to this day, I just can't find it in myself to have the birds and bees talk. How do you both think I should start a conversation? Mind you, my sons still think babies are planted in a body and only come out through the the stomach. I haven't read this. This is the first time I've read it. How do I initiate such a conversation and straighten out the truth? It's a good one. Nine Bam. and seven, did you say? It's a nine and seven. Very, 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 very good question. So you've you, got you've got you're the children. owner of of four boys. How how did you broach that conversation around the nine and seven age? Uh, so I'm going to say around grade three, grade four, they do a sex education class at school. Um, so we had a bit of a brief chat. I remember sitting in a bar with a friend of mine. So you're going to uh, say with, with your nine-year-old. <laughs> yeah. No, I was sitting about the true story. Sitting about with a friend of mine, and there's a group of ladies, mums, you know, sitting at another table, and they were talking about, oh, you know, oh, the sex education class is coming. I was over listening while my mate was in the bathroom. I was just heard them talking, oh, the, you know, sex education classes this week. That's going to be interesting. And one of the mum pipes up and goes, oh, well, apparently young Bleep, who's one of my, you know, his name, has been telling everybody how the birds and bees were. Yeah, but anyway, they said (laughs) apparently young Jay has been telling all the kids at school about how sex happens and what happens and how this happens. Was he right? And I I would, well, do you know what? He was. And Mm. and I went up to the mum, one of the mums came up to the bar and I said, I just heard you mention my son's name. It's quite a unique, unique name. I didn't know it was my son at the time. I said, do you happen to go to this school, your kids? And they go, yes. And I said, <laughs> are you talking about my son? And they said, yes. And they said, how did he learn about all this stuff? And I said, I have no freaking idea. I had no idea. Science. But this is what probably probably what going back to what we talked about in the past. Kids learn about this stuff. They've got access to yeah, he's at his stage probably an iPad or, or whatever yep. it was, but he was able to Google. He might have typed the word sex into into the search engine and mm. he's come up with this is what happens. And he was he was quite correct, but he was an expert at the age of eight, nine, whatever <laughs> it was. Yeah, it, it was quite confronting to hear it. And the mums weren't happy about the situation, but at the end of the day, it could have been anyone's kid who said it. So did I sit down and talk about it? Yes, we sat down and talked about it and sat down on the side of the bed, had a bit of a chat and said, this is what's, you know, this is how reality, you, I actually interviewed him on the phone. This made it probably a little bit more fun. But I actually interviewed him, put my phone on video and said, how do you think babies are made? And got them to put their answer, tell me their answer, interviewed, a bit of a laugh, bit of a chuckle, turned the phone off and then said, well, actually, this is how it happens. And yeah, gave them the full details, and they go, "Yeah, right." <laughs> yeah, they didn't, they, they didn't actually believe. You know the little line. One of the boys, you know the little line that runs down your scrotum, that little joint. <laughs> yes, Do you know the one I'm talking about. Yes. yes, they thought that was a zipper. So when the sperm comes from the testicles, they thought that's how it gets What's in. What's it called? There. The linium. Oh. No, I yeah. can't. I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. 
No, I can't remember what it's called either. But yeah, anyway, that that was a key component in what he thought was yeah. the area where the sperm gets in. It's, it's yeah. funny, isn't it? I um yeah. I picked up my eldest from school just last week and he said, Dad, why does sometimes the left one seem bigger than the right? And and mm. then they I, I tried to move them around. I said, Oh, don't do that. You don't want to twist them up. And um, I said, no, How no, violent you need... was he? What? How violent was he being with them? No, no, not, not violent, but, you know, yeah. yeah. Torsion testes is, is kind of scary. Yeah. But regardless, yeah. he, he was he was trying to figure it out. And I, and I said, um, no, 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 we, you got to look after them. We need them for babies. And he goes, babies? But why does the guy have them then if the girl has the baby? Yeah. And look, he's eight. And I was like, oh, fuck, I don't want to talk about this now. Yeah. And I go, you, you look, <laughs> you just need them. <laughs> All right, we'll talk about it another time. Um, yeah. We'll wait till he's a bit older. He's Look, he, they're, they're still young and, you know, relatively naive. But I don't know. It's a good question, VM, but. It's a very good I don't, question. I don't know whether we've we'll answered it. So. No, I think. I, I think just what, come I just straight think, out and man, say it. I think honesty is the best thing. Yeah, nine and just seven. Just honest. Your because nine-year-old probably at that age where he needs to know, and I'll probably my kid will figure it out at nine. But then the seven-year-old's going to be privy to what the nine-year-old knows, so he'll learn it. So you're probably best to get them both in a room. Yeah, that look. Even though the concept is what it is, they don't fully get that concept because at that age, that thing's not doing what needs no. to happen to be able to create that. So to them, it's still an altered reality. Like it's not. And I think it's they need not, to be ready to look at their parents in a very different way. Yeah, I remember when I figured yeah, it out, that, and I, I looked at my dad, and I was like, "Uh, <laughs> you did that? Yeah, you did that? Yeah, yeah." He, and... I remember him telling me. I remember where I was when he told me. So, where were you? Down, down at my old house in Balnearing, just in the main room. I think it was the same room. So I had a sip of VB. I could be and... getting them mixed up. Yeah, probably this, <laughs> this this has a pregnancy warning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I have citra hops. You have pregnancy warning. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't I don't even remember when when that happened for for me, but I'm yeah I don't know how much graphic detail you want to get into. I remember the the first time I realized that that did that, I was like, holy mm. crap! Like, but I think yeah. out of all of it, just be honest. Say what it is, yeah. but also show what the repercussions are if you do it too young. Yeah, and you know what? At the end of the day, they're going to work it out whether it's now or they in will. a year or two years, and you have some fun with it. Don't don't you have to tease them, but just do what I did: video record them, have something to look back on in five years, and have a bit of a laugh about. Because but, uh, you know, but just remind the them that babes, if they do it too early and they they mess up, they're going to miss out on well, you know, twenty to thirty that decade. With their mates, it'll just be a, a a divide. But at the same time, it could be awesome. So I don't know. It's Mate, a hard one. Do you know this is another another little bit off topic? But some of the best people I know and the things that I've seen are people who've had babies early and yeah. have lived a happy happy. That's life why as I got well. halfway so through no... it and I thought if you have it yeah. early, then you you get your thirties to yourself. So yeah, look. Yeah. Regardless, I think yeah. I think our bodies are supposed to have babies in our twenties. Because you know, yeah, we get tired so easily. Yeah, just be but, happy. But regardless, you just don't have the money. So 
anyway it's a yeah. good question it's anyway. a good question um the you... the mailbag there's more to it so there's a recommendation okay. for a hot topic uh, yes. This is feedback. I agree with opinion in the last episode about adult concepts. Good hot topic. Let's discuss how much people make on Feet Finder. Do you know? Do you know what Feet Finder is? I do. I do. I don't frequent it, but it's pretty much it's like uh, OnlyFans for feet. So you could take a picture of your your feet and send pictures of people subscribing. Um, fetish. I don't get it. I, no, I, do I, I don't understand. get it either. I think feet are gross, and they remind me of chai latte, which we've discussed before. Yeah, they do. But yeah, I don't. I don't get it. But the yeah, how is that a new hot topic? No, that's. Just, I think it's about? just feedback from the hot topic, and I think yeah, it's yeah. the adult concepts that are out there, and then yeah, the, you can make a lot of money doing stuff like that. I don't, I, I, this is this is annoying to me. It's annoying to me. I don't get it. Well, I look at my feet, and there's hair on my interphalangeal joints, and I think, no, I'm not going to make money off this. Yeah, it's a black but stuff under one of my toenails. There's a cut halfway through. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Yeah, no. yeah. Um, and you the may. last, <laughs> the last part of the email is. When are you guys going to do a boy band song rendition, Backstreet Boys, One Direction, even Ed Sheeran song? So I think this person wants me to do a um, I guess wants the song. Do it or wants a duet? A duet? We, we maybe we should do a duet. I think are, we should do a bit. Of... Are we also able to have an interview with one of Bass's colleagues to find out what he is really like outside the podcast world? Absolutely, we can. Absolutely, we? we can. All yeah. right, let's get someone in. You've got the next. Do you want to? You've got the next um, special guest, so we should do that. Yeah, yeah. Do you want one of my one of the three secretaries, or do you want one of like the staff, or what, like subcontractors, or what would you prefer? We'll Any talk about preference? it. We'll talk about it. Okay. Because yeah. I know what you, I know what you are like outside of it. So, my great, great mailbag, great mailbag, good stuff. It was a good, great good, mailbag. Good segment. Well done. Bass is best. <laughs> is it? Is it midnight? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's March fifteenth now. My phone fifteen percent left. Yeah. <laughs> Plug it in. Bass's best. <laughs> it's time for Bass's best. It's it's a it's an ironic name for a segment because I reckon I'll give my worst so far tonight. <laughs> Bass's <laughs> best. Hopefully, it gets better from here. <laughs> Bass's worst. Um, Bass's worst. No, this is actually. Let's not go Bass's worst for this one. This is Bass's best, and. In appreciation or in honour of International Women's Day, which is March the 8th, I've decided and I want to go the countdown for the five women that I most admire in the world. And I want you to to go through your five and I'll go through my five. And it's, it's good. The first it's good. It's really yeah, I think it's a good segment. It's very hard to narrow it down to five particular women. 
I would say. There's um, there's a lot of ladies that I admire around the world, but um, I want to try and narrow it down to five. I've probably got one who's controversial, and I want, I'll describe that to you when we get to that time. But who's your number five? Number five. So uh, it is an individual, but it's more representative of a collective. So as you know, I work in a hospital, and yeah. I know this profession is male or female. That's not the point, yep. but it, it was inspired by a female uh, yep. from Italy who was named after the city she came from, Florence. Uh, Florence Nightingale, who really inspired the profession of nursing. And I say that because I see what the nurses go through on a day-to-day basis on our wards. And I think... I think a lot of them are quite phenomenal. Phenomenal. Hang on. Yep. I think a lot of them are quite phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to cut that out. Hang on. Let me... I think a lot of them are quite phenomenal about what they do and what they put up with and just, just how hard they work to look after people, even people who really don't deserve to be looked after. They just they go out of their way. And I think I've, I've chosen Florence Nightingale to try and re- represent the nursing fraternity as a whole. Terrific answer. Good answer. Well done. Uh, agree with you on that one. Uh, my number five is the lady we've spoken about in another podcast, and her name is Rosa Parks. She's a the, the darker-skinned lady who didn't give up her seat for the white man, and yep. hence We've talked about started that before, haven't we? The, yeah, we have. Yeah, but I didn't know about her as much detail as what, until I read about her for that particular segment. But Rosa Parks, to me, is one of the most inspirational ladies that I have heard of or read about. So Rosa, number five. So not your number four? My number four is a lady named Manon Riom. She, she is a, a, a French-Canadian hockey player, so a French-Canadian ice hockey player. She's the only female to ever play in an NHL team. She played for Tampa Bay. She jumped in in an exhibition game. And um, she jumped in net and, uh, you know, played well. So she's still the only female to ever play in a man's NHL game. Yeah, great. Don't know her, but that's a that's a very, actually a very good story. Mm. Very good thing. Number number four for me is a lady called Cheria Pitt, who was a lady who was burnt in a, while she was running an ultra marathon, I think she's in WA, but just to see the way she's bounced back and um, what an inspirational human. Uh, and I'm just so inspired by the way that she's she's lived her life since she had that massive adversity. Churia Pitt is one of my – she's my number four in terms of ladies I admire. I like that one. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah, so my third is uh, Donna Markham. She's an occupational therapist by trade but a, a very inspirational allied health leader. Uh, worked all the way to the top in Safer Care Victoria, and she's really teaching allied health staff throughout Victoria about resilience, even even Australia, about resilience and just really working towards what you believe in. And um, that's my third, Donna Markham. Good answer. Yeah, and I love that story. Number three for me is we're very well known, but I think the Queen, I think that what she's achieved over her, <laughs> I, I think. I was taking a sip when you said that. Yeah, 76 years on the throne. Seriously, what an effort. 
Huge effort. Longest. <laughs> 76 l- years on the longest. throne and no iPad. No iPad. That's right. But I'm, <laughs> I'll go at the Queen. You know, her, her kids have turned out brilliant. Oh, hang on. No, they haven't. <laughs> and uh, yeah anyway number two what's your number two that's a good one all right my number two now i'm gonna go cliche and oh, i think it's uh, probably the same as my number two yeah, yeah so shares I'm, Mac. I'm gonna i'm gonna guess your number two and your number one i've already said it so shares no, no. mac heard the last episode and yeah. it did you have a name she was hurt by the fact that she didn't write in but that's okay Oh, has she heard about that? No, she wasn't. She thought it was funny. She was laughing a lot. Yeah. So yeah. Shez Mac, my mum, is my second um, in regards yeah. to people I admire. I think I have learnt, well, it's it's kind of cliche, but I've learnt a lot in life from my mum in regards to how to treat people, how you want to be treated, and, you know, how to work at what you're doing. So work ethic. Um, my parents worked very hard in their profession and my mom was a good example of that and, you know, worked hard to put me through school and, um, I'm forever yeah. grateful for that. So Shez Mac, good. you're number two. That my number sound two is good, does it? No, <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> number one number better one. be good. Yeah. Caroline Wilson. Good, mate. <laughs> better be fucking good, mate. Seriously. <laughs> My number two is also Shez Mac. No, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) My number number two, and mum, this isn't in order, but mum, this is, um, we've spoken briefly about my dad has dementia pretty bad and mum, you know, is is being resilient and uh, looking after dad at home who's lost a lot of his ability to function and to mum who toughs it out day in, day out and, you know, I'm probably not the best son and the most I'm not, I'm very caring, but I just don't get to help as much as I'd like to. But I big kudos to my mum and I, I really admire her. So that's all I've got to say about that one. Yeah. Yeah, no, she does an amazing job. So um number one. I, I'm gonna feel bad with my number one. I'm so this, interested in your number one. one. You know who my number yeah. one's gonna be. I do. I do. And- I've I've chosen her not because it's cliche, but I've chosen her because why else would I choose the rest of my life to spend with a person if I didn't admire them? And I do. I admire my wife to no end, basically. She puts up with a lot of the shit that I get up to. But however, she is she's a leader. She leads by example. She is such a good mom to my two boys. And I couldn't be more grateful for the person she is. Yes, she tells me off a little bit with, you know, if I don't do the washing correctly, but that's for that's I'm pretty sure that's universal. Um, but my wife is definitely number one of the women I admire. Um there's no way it, it it wouldn't be so, mate. I think that's a very good answer, and you know, I, I, when I when I suggested this topic, I I, I didn't want the cliched stuff, but I, I think the way you said that that's there's no other person that should be number one, and you know, credit to you, credit to to Joe. That's a that's a nice answer. <laughs> I've I've totally changed my number one since that. Totally changed by number one. And 
this person, I'm, I'm going to ruin the moment. This person isn't is not my number one. I wrote down five people, and this you person better is hope that's better one. than your mum. Yeah, no, it's, this person is not better than my mum. This person is not even close to to but my they're mom number or one. Mom or your wife. Um, no, I've, I, I keep this in, but I'll fuck this up. <laughs> I've I've fucked this up big time. I want to be controversial. I want to be like a little bit off topic, but I think I'm going to skip skip my number one. Is that all right? Yeah. Can I skip it? You can. Yeah, I'm skipping. I'm Was skipping. Was it Danny Bailey? <laughs> no, but thank you for reminding me. <laughs> I'm going to, I'll, I'll just run through. I'll run through. The Who names was it? Who was it? I'm had. interested. No, I'll run through the names of the people I had in my thing. Margaret Thatcher, Heather Mackay, um, Daisy Pierce, Princess Diana, Kate Blanchett, and the other person that I admire. Now I don't. No, Sharon. I don't. I don't necessarily agree with this person, and I don't necessarily um, believe, like, agree, believe what she has to say. But someone I admire for the resilience Greta and Thumbel. the amount of shit that she has been put through, and that she has created for herself. But the longevity of Pauline Hanson to stick at her guns for oh, what she fuck. she wasn't my number one, but I'm just I put her name down. I I don't agree with what she says wholeheartedly, but to <laughs> see someone who's lasted as long as she has at the put downs and the the crap that she has had to deal with from males, females, different things. I feel for that lady and for her to be still strong enough to be able to stand up and do what she does and what she believes in. I think that's admirable too. Do you think in a weird way? No, no, no. I I look each each Because it's own. a male dominated it's a male dominated area that she is in. It is. But she but, has copped it. And I know she keeps going going at it, going at it and going at it. But do you like what her she to, believes in? Do you liken her to a fly that's trying to get out a window just keeps going back at it. I've, so I've not never too bright, but just keeps going at the window. I, I do. I, it's a, it's maybe, maybe, maybe that's a, that's a good analogy, but like <laughs> how hard would that have been to be put up with the, the shit that she has copped over the years? And some of it's absolutely deserving, but to be resilient like that, I feel like she's been around for 20 years. She may not have been. That's hard. Yeah, science has done done a number on her. <laughs> They've mummified do, her. She's... Do, do you do you agree or not? Do you not agree with what I'm saying? That the resilience of her to be able to, to handle that in a male. Do you know what? If she was a good going? person and had empathy, I'd probably say amazing. But I don't think she has yeah. a lot of empathy within her body. So it's a lot easier no. to be resilient without empathy. I hope that doesn't come across as that I'm a massive supporter. I'm not. No, no, no. Not I, you, I but, know you're not. I'm, we wouldn't be I'm mates coming if you across, were. Yeah, I'm coming across as a thing. I'm just saying, well done for sticking to your guns, and well done for sticking <laughs> up for what you believe in. Make Australia yeah. great again. All right. What's the next? Yeah. What's the next no, segment? Number one. De, number one. Delta. <laughs> number Delta one. Delta. Goodrum. Goodrum. Yeah. Oh really? And, I, and Margot Robbie. No, and someone, uh, someone's. Uh, I've pending. forgotten. What's there what is, are we ranking? There's a, there's a there's a lady pending. She's pending, and if it works the way I hope it works, she'll be number one by the end of next week. 
if um if we're ranking Australian attractiveness of celebrities, who's your number one? Oh, Hanson comes in number one for that. Pauline. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I, I, Margot yeah, Robbie, I she's know. a very attractive girl. Anyway, yeah, equal first. Mar- that's Mar- not Mar- what this segment's that. about, but you brought up Robbie. Mm-hmm. All right, we have talked about male. We have gone from admiring ladies for what they've achieved and we've turned it into a, a, like what we're attracted no, to. Well, you mentioned Margot Robbie. So, yeah, but anyway. then we've turned into something that. It's the antithesis of but what you, we're trying you, to achieve. You admired the Hanson sister. Um, all right. Well, we've done mailbag, so let's do. Who do you want to punch? You can start you this one first. off. I've got two people. Really? Or two. So yeah. Go. So have I. No, I've got I've got I've got two companies. Two companies. Coles and Woolies. <laughs> I bought I went and bought six items the other day from the supermarket from Coles. Six items. I got a receipt that was longer than my forearm and hand combined. That is rubbish. Like, why waste that much paper on a receipt to tell me what I'd bought? It just kept feeding out. Well, do you know what you out, need to feeding do? Feeding out, feeding it. I need, need to, to go to a different supermarket. No, you need to join the rewards with um, Woolies. Or, no, sorry, not Woolies. Um, what are they called? No, Woolies. Yeah, they are called Woolies. Everyday rewards. It's all um, digital. So you don't get a receipt. You, you don't get a receipt? Nope. Science. Wow. Science. <laughs> Why? You, 10 years ago, so, 20 years ago, science told me that we need to stop chopping down trees. <laughs> we're not going back yet, there. No, we're going back there. So why give me a receipt that's longer than my arm? Yeah, exactly. If we need to stop chopping down they trees. They should promote you, joining the Everyday Rewards Program. For what? So that I can get a like a free tube of toothpaste no, when so I spend $25,000? It's all, all digitalised and you don't get a receipt. I've got a receipt Do from you that? Safeway or Woolies for ages. So where does it go to? The cloud? The cloud. No, it just goes onto your account. I don't, I don't have one of those accounts. I live off the grid, bro. I'm off the grid. I'm a sovereign citizen. What well on you, hippie. What, what do you want to punch? Who do I want to punch? Well, I've got two. This is going to be a brief one. So, as you know, LeBron James just suddenly beat the scoring record in yeah. the NBA. So supposedly he has yeah. now he has now had a ring or some sort of jewelry made up about the scoring title. NBA is filled with individuals, and it's not a team game. So I want to I want to punch LeBron James. Well done, well done on the scoring title. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, fuck, it's a team game. Like, I'm, if any hockey player had something made up, because look, 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 let's say that the best player on the earth at the moment is Connor McDavid. He's an Edmonton Oiler. He's yeah. probably going to just blitz a lot of records over the next few years. He's just phenomenal. 
And there's another guy coming up called Connor Bedard, and he's probably going to do the same. They're not going to get individual things made up for themselves to tr- explore their own individual records or anything like that. It's just, look, like, ho- hockey's LeBron, a team game. Society. What's that? You're punching LeBron or you're punching society? I'm punching LeBron, but I'm also going to punch the NBA for just promoting individuals and not teams. It's just, I don't know how so, people can so follow the, that sport. It's just in, blows in my the mind. AFL. When Buddy Franklin kicked a thousand goals last year, and and everyone celebrated, and the game was stopped for twenty five minutes while he was on there, are we celebrating Sydney Swans or are we celebrating Buddy? No, that's fine. You can do that, but it's just it seems like NBA players just they're all about themselves and not. But don't don't we need like, those superstars in our in our lives? No, we don't. Like even in the NFL, I think I said this in the last one, but they flashed to LeBron in the stands that they. NFL um uh yeah. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. And he he did the whole crown thing on his head and on his ring. Like he he did that sort of on thing. His I'm like, ring. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, no, yeah. no. Don't be a dickhead. Yeah. It's Who'd arrogant. It's arrogant and it's self-centered. It's narcissistic. That's why I love hockey. Hockey is a team game, and I absolutely love it. Hey. Hey. Yep. Do you like hockey? Do you like hockey? Love you hockey. haven't said it yet. Love you hockey. haven't said it. So the other yeah. one I want to punch is dickheads who punch it, who um cut in lines. <laughs> so this this only came about on my way home tonight. So there's a bypass that's just been made near my house, and basically it starts to bank up right near where my off ramp is. And so what people do, they go on, on my off-ramp and then they cut through to the next one. They just go straight through rather than turning off and then right. go all the way up and cut in front of everyone who's been lining up. Have I painted a picture for you? Yep. Yep. So everyone that comes off on that off-ramp to go straight ahead to get back on the freeway to cut in front of everyone who's lined up, I want to punch you. Okay. So what I do- Valid. I get on the off-ramp, obviously, to turn off to my house, but I get in the left lane where they're, they're all banked up to go forwards onto the freeway. And what I do when, because they're thinking they've got a free ride straight back onto the freeway, I pretend I stall. And I get in that lane and I pretend I stall. And I, do you? I sit there for a bit and they're all honking their horns and everything. And um, I'm like, it's all right. I wave out the window. I said, oh, look, I'll I'll get it started. So half of them miss the light to get through. Yeah. Call me a dickhead. Call me whatever. But I don't like people who push into lines. So I want to punch all of them <laughs> that's gone into that lane to then push back into front of everyone who's been lining up honorably. But, yes, I, I, I fake that. stalling just to s- slow people down, and I love it. <laughs> I love that. They crack. When does someone crash into back in? Could I drive a little Mazda Mazda three from two thousand or whatever? I don't care. I'll get a new car. <laughs> but I, those those I, people, they're scum, absolute scum. Yeah, yeah. I I I'm agreeing with you. I know you I, agree. I can't believe you go to that extreme. Yeah, yeah. I pretend is, I stole. It's extreme. Yeah. <laughs> oh that my god, extreme. they crack it. I bet they do. Is everyone okay at the end? Oh, well, the people that get through are okay, but the people who are stuck yeah. at the light for the next rotation, suck it. 
mate. Gist. Gist. Me, We're calling it gist now, gist. aren't we? Yeah. I What's it stand for? Good yesterday, shit today. Gist. Yeah. Or oh, you go first this time. I will write a song for that one. I'll do it on the weekend. Yeah. Because I don't like what I've got already. But we'll call it gist. Great yesterday. Useless today. What's overstate? It's welcome. All right. So on. This this is very general, and it's not. What have we got? We've got seven minutes to go. I'm gonna put <laughs> bands and gigs, even though I've seen a few bands lately, and I've been to a few gigs, and they've been phenomenal. I just I don't feel they're the same. Like I I hear of people lining up at four a.m. just to get the front of um Harry, Harry Styles. Styles, for instance. Yeah. That's not how it used to be. Like, I was at the front of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, like, right at the front. And everyone was standing still. And there was hardly any so energy you, up there. Do you want them to move? Would you want them to move, dance? Just, just get into the music. Like, I, I've, let's let, you know, flash back to 1999 or 98 when I was at a Soundgarden. And, um, a, yeah, it was a Soundgarden concert in Festival Hall. And they they finished off with the song called Jesus Christ Pose, and it was just a phenomenal energy. Everyone's just getting into it. That's the music I remember. Um, I remember crowd surfing at a Pearl Jam concert and getting dropped from yeah. two meters and fucking up my back. But um, just just stuff like that. But everyone's you know there was it was the wealthy up doing it. I don't I That's don't know. Right. I I think there was That's the, right, there was because the, people. It was $600 a ticket up the front. They're just all People sitting up there. People are out of it. Yeah, exactly. The real fans are right back. I was only in there because I snuck in. Real fans don't even go. Yeah. They don't so, even go, mate. They don't even go. So I think bands and gigs back, look, what did I say? So Pearl Jam, um, Soundgarden, these sort of gigs were just real phenomenal back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. But that's no effects, People can't go, mate. Strung out. People They're can't go. Awesome. No. Yeah, people people cannot they afford. They can't afford it, so. five six hundred bucks a ticket to get up the front. So, so is your thing, you could yesterday shit today. The price of music tickets. Yeah, maybe how it's all put together. Yeah, yeah, because you can't do this because there's so much red tape. If you dance too much, you're going to get kicked out. If you come do this, you're going to get kicked out. If you stand on stage and stage dive, you're kicked out. It's all that sort of shit, mate. Yeah, it's, I I, it, I take. I went up to the front of the Chili Peppers, expecting to, you know. Get an arm twisted and a few bruises here and there, but nope, nope. We all I, still I would there. have loved to see you try and and uh crowd surf from there. That <laughs> yeah. would have been hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> They're not holding up my one 100 kilos, but I remember even being at Metallica, like I was right at the front for that one and I was yeah. getting squished in the barrier. I came home with bruises yeah. all over my front because I was squished at the barrier, yeah. but I loved it. Yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. just not the same these days. I just don't know no. what's happening. But anyway. Do you know what else isn't the same? What? Richard Wilkins. <laughs> He's not blonde <laughs> he enough anymore. Be, he, used to, he used to be okay. Oh, tricky dicky. But no, I don't like What's him he now. doing these days? He's Is on he... Channel 9, doing Today <laughs> Show. He's the entertainment reporter. Oh, but yeah, have you seen the size of his noggin? Like, he is well, look, I'm, I'm not going to comment on head size because mine's massive. 
No, you, you can comment on this because his head is like twice as big as yours. <laughs> it is. It actually is. I don't know if the Botox is like infiltrated it but that, no, that, I, I have seen him with the botox yeah it is yeah it's not good yeah. come on richard come on richard age gracefully yeah yeah you're over 40 you should be dead according to max life expectancy <laughs> but like no go, so according to, to you with your science that no, we should all be dead richard well the science is keeping him alive that botox is making him look like he's you know 48 instead of science like 70 you alive he is it's, it's keeping me alive. <laughs> the other one, really quickly, we don't have to talk much about it, but I used to like this guy. I don't like him now. I haven't liked him for a little while, but Dave Hughes, gone. Oh, I haven't um, liked him for a long time. I, I saw oh, one of his first gigs when he was he was the MC at a St Kilda, uh, I think pretty sure it was at the SB, and he was phenomenal. He was so funny. But these days, yeah. he's yeah, just lost it. He thinks he's so much... Bigger than what his boots are, and his anti-fortune, and it's the same gags all the time, you know, or, or like dull bludger type of humor. Yeah, it's he actually makes fun Dave. of the people he came from, even though he's yeah. he's raking it in now. Yeah, no, not a yeah. fan. Let's no, put him. Happy that works. Do you know what? I'm putting him in the punch. Put him in the punch. Yeah, he's my he's my gist. <laughs> I don't know. Just I'm done. I'm done with you, mate. Yeah. Like you're gone. Yeah. Not funny. You No, he's not funny at all. I saw him at offshore and he was yeah. fantastic. But these days, no. What when was it offshore? Was I there? That offshore? Yeah, that was the one that where you came flying over my head during real big fish. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That was a good good event. Mate. Ben Harper, real big fish, pennywise. Awesome. We we played a bit of Bass's Bonanza before we went to that. Oh, we did. <laughs> Anyway, this has been a no, good show. It's been a long show. It's been a very long show. It's going to be a long editing session, but yeah. I think people no, you... they'll they'll stay in tune. It's it's. I reckon this will be if they don't listen, they don't listen. If they don't listen, I don't care. Don't. I just love hanging out with yeah. you. Yeah, it's good, mate. I love your slurring. You you've progressively got better. <laughs> <laughs> I ran out of drinks. Like a while I love ago. hanging out going, with you. It's Friday night. It's it's eleven o'clock. I'm tired. Yeah, you've done well. Let's put this fire out. Sleep tight. <laughs>